Welcome to Savage Starlight, the officially unofficial podcast for Last of Us on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And tonight we're talking about the episode we just watched, which is season one, episode three, Long, Long Time. Aaron, this was not the song that I expected. When I hear the words Long, Long Time, what, what song do you think of? Uh, John Williams' Star Wars main <laughs> theme song? Fair. For me, it's Rocket Man. Elton John's Rocket okay. Man. Uh, All right. But yeah, Linda Ronstan's not in my wheelhouse here. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's really good. It's I think it's a little bit of a curveball from maybe what you're expecting if you're just a fan of the show and you're like wanting to see the further adventures of Joel uh-huh. and Ellie. Or if you're a video game fan, it certainly was a a wild pitch, but I really liked it because this took what was essentially a joke in the game and turned it into a beautiful standalone episode that kind of subverted the joke. And like, well, what if it was actually not, you know, what, what if Bill wasn't the butt of some kind of, you know, purely collectible, discoverable joke that the players have a grim chuckle before they move on to their next destination. I thought Nick Offerman was great. Um, you know, there's a lot of gameplay, you know, even though this is this isn't really uh, a game uh, any anywhere near a gameplay episode of this the equivalent chapter in the game. Uh, there's a, still a lot of uh, references. Still no Savage Starlight. I really thought we <laughs> might get one in the gas station. Ellie, Ellie's, Ellie's eyes open up and real she lit like, up. No and was like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm like, yeah, she's gonna nah, fuck it. It's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I so I, I really liked it. What about you? Yeah, I thought this was a really beautiful episode of television. Uh, it is a big departure um, from the storyline that we've been on, I think. It, it's kind of just a, a big tangent. So yep. I'm a little worried that people are going to not appreciate it for that reason. Uh, it's a big change from the video game. Uh, and I'm worried that people aren't going to appreciate it for that reason. But man, if you look at just the facts as they lay, like just everything that happened in this episode, it was beautiful. It was really yeah. well done. It, it took me on a journey of like someone who is just concerned with survival to someone who now sees something to live for in the world. And then man, when that is taken away, what do you do? And I, I felt there, every moment of that. And there's still plenty, I think plenty of character development, but then Ellie and Joel, you can kind of see, uh-huh. you know, their, their characters developing the relationship, uh, developing, uh, you know, Joel showing the futility of trying to put rules under teenagers that you can't really enforce. Uh, and maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe you're wrong and stupid to begin with. Um, At the end, those, those are a joke, right? Like, she's going to break rules one, two, three, and maybe even come up with another one and I'm break it. I'm pretty sure by the end of this episode, like, her her housing the gun in her... I mean, that's like, that's, oh, that's yeah. you know, yeah. Um, so, I, I think that's all really well done so say so yeah, we talk it's, it's oh you, you tended to call it a bottle episode right you know you can't get pedro and bell in one so you're just gonna like even you know, though get nick offerman and spans 20 years yeah right you're gonna get you're gonna get him and uh, some other guy in a farmhouse uh, with a b unit and and you're gonna do this thing to pat but like i, I again you got a lot of good uh joel and ellie Mm -hmm. and the story that they told it's like it filled in a lot of the you know blanks like this is the third step martin reveals like if you didn't get the oatmeal bisquick uh pancake birthday cake hints you know joel came out and spelled it for you Mm -hmm. uh you still gotta see a little bit more of like you know 
how did civilization fall? You know, there is those really uncomfortable scenes of the the mass graves with the like the children in it and then flashing back to see all that happen. And that tied in, you know, as soon as like I was like, wow, we're going to see like the fall, you know, it's kind of interesting. And then it goes down to show Nick Offerman in his bunker and him chuckling about the one world order jackboot fucks aren't going to get him today. It's and then mm-hmm. yeah, it's just I don't know. There's like this this it made the guy like it, watching Nick Offerman work made you know a lot of the kind of tongue and cheek complaints I had about the, the the way the survivors act in the Walking Dead textbook textbook looting perfection hitting yeah. hitting the gas yards the pro, the propane gas yards Home Depot get those things before anyone else get pick it through you know fortify your shit uh grow carrots uh it was all it wasn't quite barley equals intellect but it was damn close it was really enjoyable (laughs) sure yeah boy that's a deep cut uh yeah the the thing i love about it most i guess is the the structure of it is actually really good like you look at it and you can say well this is just total departure from the the continuing storyline in 2023 that we you know really want to see but if you look at this, uh, what happens with Bill and Frank over the course of this episode, it's really kind of a blueprint for what could potentially happen with Joel and Ellie in the future, right? It's you take a man who is only concerned about survival. He calls himself a survivalist. He, right. he goes on a, a supermarket sweep, right? And he he hits all the hardware stores like his first concern when the world goes to shit is <laughs> I'm I'm going to this is my moment, right? Like this is what yeah. I've been prepping for. I'm going right. to get all the hardware. I'm going to be the loner. No one's going to come into my bubble. Fuck it. Uh, fuck everybody. I'm glad they died. Like he says at the yeah. end. And I hated everyone. By the end of the episode, he's had someone penetrate that bubble. And now he's learned to live again, essentially. Right. And I think that that could be a blueprint going forward for Joel as well. Because I, yeah, I mean, you know, the, like, the, like when the when the prepper says they respect you. I think it's because I see something kindred in you, right? And Joel is definitely along those lines. I thought the, I wondered, and I'm, this isn't an official complaint. This is me wondering. This is the this is a meta complaint. Um, that note seems so heavy handed. That's like you know, you and me, Joel, we're the same. We're just here to to to, to protect people and to save them, save the one person who needs to be saved in all the world. <laughs> right? Like maybe escort her across the country if that's what requires it, and and then you should do this with Tess. And like, there's this, like this like Tess is a placeholder for the new person. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I felt like it was really 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 leading the audience down a path that i didn't it, fe- it felt a little felt like i was being the, the the show was being a little too familiar it's like putting my putting his hands where it shouldn't on me yeah like, come on i'll I, but i want to see what joel's strawberry is if you can track that analogy right like what because to me like the moment that bill started appreciating yeah. life again was the strawberry patch like he, he had been like with a this good person damn long while, yeah yeah, yeah. what was it like 10 years or something I think total 10 because then the flash forward where, you know, Frank had cancer or something wrong with him was mm-hmm. another 10 years past or wait. Yeah, yeah I can't because like was the, it was like it is, is like because it's like Bill got shot mm-hmm. and then there's another t- 10 year jump and you see the guy in the wheelchair and I thought that was going to be Bill. And yeah. but no, it's, it's Frank, you know, um, I thought maybe Bill died when they start to fade to black. He like 
just goes slack and they fade to black. I'm like, what? Yeah, and they kept on showing the frustration that Frank had um, early on with Bill. And I'm like, I kept on waiting mm-hmm. to see where the show was going to put things back on the rails, you know, where we get. Yeah. And they they didn't. They just, uh, you know. Um, they do, but there's an they, extra little twist in there, which I really appreciate. There is. I like there that There is. Lot. Yeah. It's not, it's like I said, I, I don't, um, I don't want to talk about it too much tonight because there's a whole, you know, we, we could probably do some spoiler lore stuff in the main podcast. And it's not anything mm-hmm. a spoiler. It's just I just want to make sure that there isn't, you know, it's it's tough to talk about stuff spoiler free while, while we're in the moment. And by the way, I uh, appreciate everybody uh, stopping by to touch, to touch, to touch, to touch, to talk about this episode with us. Uh, if uh, there are video game players among us, and I know there are. Um, make sure we're careful that we don't spoil our show only watching com- compatriots because I know we're really excited to talk yeah. about uh, how this is different, how it's the same. I do wonder, I-, I had the same thought of like super hardcore video game fans. What do they make of this episode? Because yeah, it is, it is a pretty, it is it, again, it's, it's a pretty big departure in, in this, in the sense that it, it, it kind of runs a giant circular, route pattern outside the main plot of the story before it kind of comes down. And I can see a lot of people being like, well, that was essentially a 10 minute episode with 55 minutes of gloss Hmm. that we didn't need. And we got screwed out of seeing a lot of bill trap action, you know, but I don't know. I feel like sure they paid that off. (laughs) Seeing that Uh Raider squad just getting like auto shredded by bill's defenses were, yeah, were, were really fun. Really fun. And my only complaint about that sequence because it was kind of awesome. Bill's just standing in the middle of the street, no cover. Bill, <sighs> Bill, come on, man. Yeah, those Hollywood guys' idea of how a survivalist would do it—a gunfight behind a fortified defense—is that just? I don't know. Maybe he some thought kind he, of stupid Rambo thing. I don't yeah, know. Maybe they. Maybe they thought he couldn't. <laughs> They couldn't see him through the fire, like like a headlight kind of effect. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but you just because you shouldn't you shouldn't take a shot. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have taken a bullet at all, man. You right. should you should wait. You should let the fence do the the heavy lifting and from concealed cover and darkness, you know, pick off the guys are being just a little too smart. You know. Yeah. Ultimately, it didn't matter because he didn't die there. Uh, although I will say, what the fuck is with them and like glancing gut shots. Like every single person has been shot in the lower left torso. Every single yeah. one. That's a good question because that's not a safe place to be shot. Sure, there's a lot, a lot of chance for there's a lot of chance for sepsis and shit, and you know, hitting major organs and spinal cords and whatnot. No, you're 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 right. That's uh, I don't know. The love handle is just a, is a great. It's it's the new shoulder. Love handle is the, new, the shoulder. new shoulder. You're right. Love handle is the new shoulder. <laughs> um, oh, if we titled these episodes that should have been the title then there's no confusion yeah. about elton john and linda ronstant love, <laughs> love handles the new shoulder new shoulder we're just under a month to go until badass fest six each year, we take the blockbuster month of July to celebrate the 80s and 90s action stars we grew up with. Big guns, big muscles, bigger explosions. If it's dumb, fun, and kicking ass, we love it. This year, we're inviting you to our hometown to watch a secret badass film with us. Afterwards, we'll record the podcast. Get your tickets and full event info at baldmove.com live. 
No hints about the movie, except we're pretty sure most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be a real crowd pleaser. Our neighborhood theater features a full bar, all your favorite snacks, and we'll be providing some custom movie-themed cocktails. It's happening Friday, June 21st at 7 p.m. right here in the Queen City, Cincinnati. Get full details and tickets now at baldmove.com live. And hey, if you'll be in town on Saturday and have an appetite for outdoor adventure, join Aaron on an optional side quest as he guides a group of intrepid bald move kayakers down our national scenic river, the Little Miami. Once again, get full details on all main and side quests and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest six page at baldmove.com live. Hey, the boys are back in town. Just in time to heat up summer, our favorite blood-soaked, darkly humorous deconstruction of the superhero mythos returns on Amazon Prime Video. The boys Season 4 gets started on June 13th, but we'll get the drop on them with our preseason preview coverage the week before. It's been a while. Lots happened since last season. Two whole years, labor dispute, that kind of thing. But we'll be catching you up on all the major plot points and character beats as we left things off. Plus, we'll be looking at the trailers and latest news to piece together what to expect. I know one thing to expect. Right off the bat, they're dropping three debut episodes for the premiere. Woo! But otherwise, who knows? Will Gus Fring reveal why he has absolutely no fear of Homelander? And while we're on that topic, will Butcher and the boys figure out a way to stop Christian nationalist Superman? Will those crazy kids, Monster Man and Starlight, find a way to make things work? Come laugh, cry, and maybe even throw up in your mouth a little with us as we discover the answers for ourselves this season of The Boys. Find it by searching for the Department of Homelander Security wherever you listen to podcasts, or subscribe to Ball Move Pulp to get all our coverage of sci-fi, fantasy, and superheroic entertainment. Uh, there's Spe- also speaking a lot of, of ridiculous stuff. Oh, I got yeah. one more one more bone to pick. Okay. Uh, when they come back 10 years later after that scene and uh, Frank is in the wheelchair, he's clearly got like some some kind of like maybe bone cancer, maybe like MS, something that who knows? Yeah, yeah has like pa- half paralyzed him. Uh, these guys look fucking old. Like the, those 10 years were rough. And it in contrast to what they did with Pedro, where they just like <laughs> salt and peppered his hair a little bit. It's a joke. Right. And that was 20 years. That was a 20-year time jump. This 10-year time jump has not been kind to these dudes. I still think Pedro is on the right side of 30 in the f- the flashback, you know, in the 20 yeah. years ago. So, like, you know, you don't age as much from 30 to 50 as I think you do from <laughs> 50 to 70. Fair. But, yeah, whatever, they, sp- whatever they saved out of the Pedro budget, they put it in <laughs> Nick-, Nick Offerman because he did uh-huh. look like an old, old fucker for real. Yeah. Uh, they they dolled him up right. Uh, I I really enjoyed the because this is something that was made a lot of was made out of the game. Uh, those Katrina style door markings, you know that uh, like FEMA goes through and they put that red cross and it was the number mm-hmm. of like people expected, the number of people survivors, dead bodies, and some something else about the uh, the thing structural rating. And you see that throughout the game. And I thought it was it's like the way that they've established that this, you know, like these people have left their homes, the survivors, like if there wasn't room in the camps, you know, you were suddenly not made a survivor. 
it's um i always thought it's like um when you're playing the game i always always gave me a little chill when you you go across you see these like you know rows and rows of houses or apartments or whatever and they all have those markings on it and you know it's like you know it's it's this what this is an empty city this is a city that uh that uh you know a lot of families died a lot of people died yeah uh, and i got similar feelings when i was seeing them marking it on that door i thought that was really great Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of notes. Uh, I'm looking. Oh, Anna Torv came back, which I was happy to see. She was looking surprisingly good. Those first six years must not have been too rough. Oh, right. Yeah, I th- I, I made the same thing as like they really spiffed up for that dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice the getting to see her without Frank. a busted eye because I feel like the whole time she had sure. that big shiner. Sure. And uh, Bill with the sh- with the loaded and cocked gun on the table at all times. Mm-hmm. That was really, mm-hmm. It's really funny, too. Uh, oh, and the other thing is, like, on an Ellie frustration o meter. Oh, my God. Her going down in that hole without telling it. She did a lot of stupid shit in this episode. Yeah. Going down that yeah. hole. And then the clicker made this. Or it sounds like well, a clicker. It wasn't a clicker. But it's this fucked up situation where I, I guess I got to say I... I don't know how the zombies work in this world. Cause like, I don't know how that guy lives. I, I don't know how long, maybe this is a recent collapse. It didn't look like it. Yeah. It I, feels like it had to have been an hour ago. Little, maybe. I don't know. It's a little bit more science fiction mm. uh, than I was expecting. And I wasn't sure exactly what they, I guess it's clear that the uh, Ellie's got this morbid fascination with killing and you know joel has this over her head that you know he's got so much more experience and like this was an easy way for her to get experience you think but maybe i don't know between her doing that and the gun hiding and all that stuff it's like i said uh, ellie can really be frustrating in a way you know willful willful teenagers are and she's kind of like borderline feral on top of that and the mouth on her oh my god yeah yeah just non-stop with the questions and the the picking the needling and the pushing and the yeah the boundary testing and i I did like when she jumps down in that uh cellar or the basement whatever it is uh she immediately makes her escape path which i appreciated i'm like okay she's not totally dumb she's not gonna Mm. go exploring and then have to run back to the exit and go oh god i right i didn't prepare my exit so now i can't get out uh so that was a little bit smart but yeah (laughs) you're right she's uh, you know, she's a risk taker. She doesn't. I, I I wonder if she sees the same dangers that Joel sees. She probably doesn't. Right. Even though she's How seen the, she? the clicker, she's like, oh, well, maybe that was a one off thing and they're not everywhere. But it's not just that. But like, you know, like if you're young, you just man, you just really don't think about. Yeah. Fra- the life being fragile. It just doesn't really occur to you. Right. You know. The idea, not just death, but major dismemberment, just pain, all that stuff. It's yeah. So she's got all that plus the pre-apocalypse kind of. Uh, I do wonder how she has a friend that knows anything about Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, uh, maybe like they, they the, the find the a game guide and had, yeah, it's just like really into the to um, to Mortal Kombat lore, or mm-hmm. she befriended some thirty-six-year-old. Honestly, it kind of feels like going bait. back to the eighties yeah. in a way, or the, I guess the early nineties mm-hmm. in a way. It's like didn't have the internet. Everything you heard about video games and people like 
you know, you could do all oh, this one special move where like it'll rip the spine just totally out of this person or it'll make Liu Kang nude if you or beat something. Metroid I don't know. And faster than eight hours. Samus Aran <laughs> will put on a bikini. Bullshit. Right. right. Bullshit. No way. It felt yeah. like that to me where like they had uh-huh. heard about some magical thing called video games. And yeah, they were just passing that information around at the school, the Fedra school. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Because I think we got people probably itching to discuss things. Uh, there, there's one other thing that I think I want to talk about, which is I'm a little worried yeah. about this episode and the Uh-oh. treatment that's going to get from uh, a contingent of the game that is maybe less than open to exploring sexuality. Oh, yeah? You I, think? Because this, this is... So that part of the game is, is... Or that part of the episode is very much the game. Uh, mm. It was definitely hinted, if not outright, just said that Bill and Frank had a thing. Uh, they were lovers, mm-hmm. and but but that was kind of it. It was just it it wasn't like dwelled on like this episode does. And I'm worried that like people who were like willing to l- overlook that part of the game and be like, oh mm. well, you know, it's a it's a cool prepper thing, and I'm running around trying to get batteries, and that's awesome. Might not take to this episode. I don't know. It just, I, I, do, I, I will say that most of the big fan sites built up around The Last of Us has kind of like if there was any element of people that'd be like, oh, you know, gay issues, gross. They've kind of been, I mm-hmm. think, weeded out by The Last of Us 2 and kind of like yeah. the uproar and debate yeah, that went on right. that. Like, you know, if you're the, like, I don't think that that there's like unresolved issues of that in like the, 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 the last of a subreddit. So, okay. And kind of naughty dog pushed pr- back pretty hard. It's like, Oh, you know, if you didn't like yeah. Bill and Frank, well, <laughs> there's whole, <laughs> we're yeah. going to make big textual issues out of queer representation going forward. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, we'll I, I, I doubt it'd be, I, I doubt it'd be huge. And it's like HBO, uh, you know, broadly speaking, their base bread and butter. So sure. I, I just don't want uh, this thing to get review. I think if anything, stupid... the game, the, Oh, well, the, the one thing is like, I, I if uh, I think gamers complained, it's like, it's it deviated from the game and it didn't well, further the plot. It was an unskippable cutscene. It was an unskippable 50-minute cutscene of something they weren't interested in. Yeah, but a lot of people are going to be like, it deviated from the game, and what they really mean is it yeah. th- It settled in and told a story about a gay man. Like, that's... Yeah. Now, I know how gamers work. I know how it works. Well, and I will say that, like, it is interesting to see just, like, regular old dudes being... Oh, God, regular old dudes being gay. <laughs> you <laughs> know? Okay, sure. Yeah, like, yep. uh... You, you, you know, I and this is like across Hollywood that like whenever relationships are depicted, they're usually extremely beautiful person. Not that Nick Offerman's sure. not a beautiful person, but these guys are just like I said, there's dudes, just dudes, dudes loving dudes. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're right. He's not. Uh, got body hair, little chub. Oh, little, a lot of body little, one up little chubby. Yeah. Maybe needs to, to get out, run with Frank a little bit more than he's doing. Uh Although yeah, that no, aging that thing was, that he was concerned about was not a problem because Frank yeah. caught the fuck up fast yeah well it's not it's not the years it's the miles mileage like indy said apparently uh what what else what else we got i think that's it uh i got a lot of other just like little things but we'll talk about those tuesday we are going to get to the live chat responses here very soon but that is exclusively for our club members uh so this is where your nod club member journey ends if you would like to get access to our live recordings and the other half of the instant take podcast instant talk podcast uh, it's real simple. Just go to club.bald. Nope, sorry. Support.baldmood.com and click on the club link. 
Uh, if you want to send us feedback for the Thursday podcast, it'll be out Thursday. You can send that to T-L-O-U-T-L-U at baldmove.com. And we'll, of course, have our full, full featured, full uh, scene by scene episodic breakdown of the episode out Tuesday. So support that baldmove.com if you want to get access to the fully leaded instant talk, instant take podcast. And we'll see you on Tuesday, if not. <laughs>